Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another great day of freedom, and it is a special day for a great day of freedom. You know why? Because the country's falling apart? Why is that yes, different from any other day? <laughs> why? It's Memorial Day, and we want to thank all of the men and women that have given the ultimate sacrifice so we can do this podcast and bring it to you, but so we can actually do the things that we do in daily life. And it is due to the men and women that have given their lives so we can do that. So we want to start off the show right off the bat by thanking not only them, but their families as well, because military families um, losing someone in the line of duty is, is just a terrible, terrible thing. And it is a concern with anyone that's in the military. My brother was in the military and we did worry that, that was a concern because he was in a hotbed over in the Middle East and that was happening. So, again, if you're a family member that has lost uh, um, a, a you know loved one in the line of duty, we thank you um, from the bottom of our hearts and, and our thoughts and prayers go up to all the veterans that have lost their lives uh, in the line of duty. Um, but... Let's get on with what's going on. Uh, first off, I'm with the lovely host, the lovely Ferrari. As always. Yes, because, well, we're the only two podcasters in the group anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, so, um, interesting stuff happened over the course of the past week. I think it's been about a week, week and a half. Um, we did notice that there was an issue with Apple Podcasts not putting them up right away. Um, and then I got like 10 of them all like upload to my phone at one time. So, uh, you should be, should have all of them, uh, up to date by now. Do I think you're going to listen to all of them? Probably not. But if you do, awesome. Cool. Please let us know. Um, let's get on to what's been going on. Uh, it came out over the past couple days that Trump's favorite general, Michael Flynn, attended a QAnon convention. No surprise there. Nope. Uh, before I get to what he said, it's important to note Michael Flynn is a huge QAnon supporter. Mm -hmm. uh, him and his family, there's video, if you search for it on YouTube, there's video of him and his family standing around a bonfire on the 4th, 4th of July, July a couple years ago giving this QAnon oath. Um, I, you know, again, how you can't declare QAnon a domestic terrorist group at this point, like officially is beyond me, but, you know, it is what it is. At any rate, he attended a QAnon convention, I believe it was this weekend, and uh, someone had asked why what happened in Miramar, uh, which if you're not familiar, um, there was a huge uprising in Miramar where people fought to overtake the Democratic government. Um, we did cover it when it was first... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like how, a thing. Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know how much detail we went into. No, but, but we did. We did cover it because I had the BBC article up. So. Um. Well, but yeah, BBC probably has the best timeline of what's been going on in Myanmar. So. Um, yes. Uh, but someone asked if what happened in Myanmar can happen in the United States. And Michael Flynn said not only can it happen, but it should happen. He essentially called for a coup in this country. Um, just 
making this point. If this would have been any other citizen, you would have been arrested. Mm-hmm. You would have been arrested. Um, especially if something would have come out of it, uh, such as riots and things like that. So stage a military type coup to enable him to stay in office, to enable Trump to stay in office. And there were military leaders, and this is back before Biden had actually moved into the office, but after the elections, and it was it was very glaringly apparent that Trump had lost. Um, military leaders in attendance, as well as some on Trump's legal team, um, I guess there was supposedly a yelling match that went on in the White House over this. Because there was a number, there were some that were for this and on Flynn's side, but there was many more that were against it. And I guess the military leaders are like, you you can't do that. Um, guys, if anything else shows you that 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 Trump surrounds his people uh, that don't care about democracy, that should be one of them. The other one should be Steve Bannon. Uh Everybody loves calling Democrats socialists and things like that. Yet none of you seem to even grasp the concept that Steve Bannon, who was one of Trump's trusted advisors, even when he was in prison and once he got out, he was still one of the closest advisors to Trump, just not in any official capacity, is a admitted Leninist. He agrees with turning this country into how Lenin formed Russia. Uh, I don't know. If I was a Republican, I'd shut the fuck up about socialism right about now. Um, but, hey, you, you do what you do, right? Well, Republicans always accuse the other side of doing exactly what they want to do or that they're doing. So. Well, yes, and it's funny you mention that because I had – a conversation with with my brother about that the other day and you know again it, it's it's QAnon I'm not going to get into the whole thing about QAnon but QAnon starts because started because this quote unquote military leader named Q would type up directions on you know or or instructions on the computer people would go and they'd read it and they would follow it that's why the one pizzeria was shot up because they supposedly were sacrificing uh, underage children and 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 you know having sex with them and what have you at the basement of this pizzeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that it turned out there was in there wasn't even a basement in this pizzeria. Right. Um, QAnon is a very dangerous thing. Uh, there, there's no doubt about it. Um, and. The sad thing is, is there's at least a quarter of the country that believes in well, it's, their ideas. Well, it's a quarter of Republicans. What is a quarter of, of yeah. Republicans? Which equals out to be, I think, close to 15% of actual Americans. But the thing is, is some yeah. of those are in very influential areas, such yeah. as pastors and things like that in churches. And um, elected officials. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Without without a shadow of a doubt, uh, elected officials. Um, it, it's it, America, you're on a very dangerous path. Um, but we'll, we'll move on to the next thing. Um, obviously, we know about the insurrection on January 6th uh, where uh, there were some Capitol Police that, that were killed uh 
in in particular, uh, Brian Sicknick, I believe his name was. I, I might be mispronouncing his name, uh, so please forgive me on that. Um, and it's amazing because Republicans, um, 35 of them, I believe, voted against an investigation. It wasn't every single Republican that voted against it, but it was enough to get it turned down. And McConnell was bagging people. Mitch McConnell was begging people to vote against an investigation into this. Um, but two interesting people popped up as voting against an inf investigation into this insurrection on January 6th, including Senator Rick Scott from Florida and Senator Marco Rubio from Florida. Um, look, if you voted against an investigation... That automatically makes me think that you were okay with it. Yeah. Automatically. You have, you have some, yeah, you were okay or you had some part in it. Yes. Um, I, I finally did unfollow Marco Rubio. I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, he, he did, he, he did have this lovely video of him sitting, I assume, outside on his porch with his Miami Dolphins baseball hat thinking he's cool. Um, talking about why he didn't vote for the investigation. And, I, uh, you know, it's like a few-minute-long video, and I had to, like, comment, like, you know, you, I'm not going to lie, you had us in the first half, you know. like Oh, that's, okay, that yeah, was a video, because you showed yeah, me, okay. Yeah, and he, he started talking about, you know, like, the FBI is investigating it, you know. There's all these, there's uh, there's already these investigations going on. and And I was like, you know what? That is a good point. The FBI is investigating it. There are, you know, everybody who's investigating all of the insurrectionists, you know, the common people, you know, all of those investigations going on are going to lead into a big investigation into what actually happened in there. But then he started spouting off nonsense about, you know, like, it, you know, we don't need one here and whatever. Okay, now you sound like you're either a part of it or you're trying to protect one of your colleagues, you know. Or, I mean, I don't, I, I honestly don't think that Rubio is, I don't want to say malicious enough, but I don't think he would be one of the ones who, like, handed out instructions, no, you know. No, no, Rubio. But I think he's, he's. He's the, the, the follower of the group. Like, I agree. there's always, like, you know, that, like, when you were hanging out as kids, there was always the kid who just wanted to be a part of the group. So he did whatever, like, the bad kids did so that he would be cool. Like, this, that sounds like Marco Rubio. Well, it's, it's, it's widely accepted in Florida that Rubio, honestly, is a waste of error. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he was a waste of his daddy's sperm. Mm -hmm. Um,. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to get gross or anything like that, but I mean, the fact of the matter is he does nothing. Um, no. How he actually can stay in office, I, I yeah. and I'm not trying to sound horrible, but I honestly think it's because he, he comes from Cuban immigrants. And yeah. where he, where he, the district that well, he resides that's, over. that's not helping him anymore because when I was following all the comments and stuff, every single one of his posts now is literally a donation grab. Like it's oh, yeah, literally. Oh yeah, he wants to run again. Yeah, it's and it it's like, and it's the dumbest ways too. Like you know they they obviously look like clickbait. And even 
even dumb Republican voters see through it on his page. Well, good. Like, good. and that's, and that, you know, I mean, there are still people who are still kind of hardcore Marco Rubio, like, if you look at the comments, but there's so many of them now that they're either mad that he didn't support Trump in the way that they he wanted them to, there's people like us who think he's a moron anyways, there's people who are angry that he's not supporting an investigation, he's done so much wrong now that there's all these little sects of people that would have possibly supported him that don't. You know, there's only a very small percentage of them, it seems like. So. Honestly, that's good. I, I, I hope that he does not get reelected. No, I, uh, the, I hope so, too. The other one, of course, is Rick Scott. Now, for those that don't know Rick Scott, Rick Scott actually was involved in one of the biggest scams or or or, or rip-offs. Frauds, of, yeah. Uh, you know, fraud of Medicare and, and Medicaid, uh, that area. Yeah. Um, it, it was the largest one to date. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, Rick Scott really has no right to say a goddamn thing about anybody. He shouldn't be in office because of no. that. No, and, and I agree with you. And that, again, shows you how broken our system is. Um, I, I want to point out, before I go any further, look, if you're a younger person listening to this, and you disagree with how the country goes, now is the perfect time to look into, if you're interested in politics, to look into getting into politics. Mm-hmm. Because we need to get these people out, and we need people that actually know what it's like to be... Yeah. A, a, no more. I, I hate saying this, but a commoner. Yeah, but no more, yeah, no more career politicians, um, no more rich white guys who don't know what it's like to live, you know. Yeah. You know, or to survive, you know, paycheck to paycheck and all of that. I mean. So personally, I I think the investigation is needed. I think mm -hmm. if the situation was different, they would have definitely voted for it. I'll tell you right now, if it was a Democratic president, they would have, they would have voted hands down for an investigation. Oh, yeah. If this had been, yeah, somehow incited by democrats yes. yeah i, I, I mean everybody down. would have been nailed to the wall um know? for the republicans that did vote for the investigation though thank you for actually standing up for what's right because yeah. by voting against the investigation you essentially were voting against democracy is really what you were doing mm-hmm. um you you let people into what was considered sacred ground i mean it's really where the the country was born uh and mm-hmm. desecrated um so for all of those that vote against the investigation congratulations thank you thank you for letting them desecrate the home of this country well and how many i mean there we we've all seen the pictures from january 6th how many of them were actually hiding oh a you lot know? of them mccarthy being one of the top ones rubio he, there were pictures yeah. of rubio you know, hiding because oh my God, people are storming the Capitol. But now you don't care. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't care that people were coming to shoot up and to hang elected officials. Well, and it's interesting that you mentioned that because what we're starting to see is a lot of Republican lawmakers now. Um, they refuse to speak to certain media. They intentionally hold press conferences and not invite 
uh, mass media. They only invite selected media such as Fox News or Newsmax or OAN, you know, the far right. And honestly, by doing that, um, and, and they don't announce they're holding a press conference, mm -hmm. so the public can't show up and question them. Lawmakers Whoever no longer, could you be talking about? Uh, well, he's yeah. not the only one, though. He's not the only one. I mean, I, I, and we'll get to that, but he's not the only one. This is happening all over the country, and at that point, to be honest, I don't want someone that has no balls. And I, I again, yeah. it's not a male female thing when I say that. Yeah. I don't want someone that doesn't have the courage to actually stand up for their beliefs. Look, if you're going to make decisions that are going to affect Americans' lives, mm -hmm. at least have the courage to face the people that yeah. you're affecting. You know, and that's a huge problem in America right now is that you you can make decisions with no ramifications towards you whatsoever. Um, look, I, I, I and I'm going to get to this in a minute, but a number of the red states or the GOP states have passed laws that border on on voter suppression, if not outright voter suppression. They don't want you to have a say. They don't want you to have a say. And the reason for that is because, well, you might disagree with them. Um, you know, and, and it's 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 a horrible thing. Uh, bear with me for a moment. It's medication time for me. Medication time. Sorry about that, guys. Um, what are we talking oh. about now? Well, I'll jump off. I, I, I'll actually, I'm going to jump off subject for one quick second. Okay. We've talked about the vaccine for a long time. And we're going to get to the vaccines later. I ended up getting my first vaccine. It was the Pfizer vaccine on Wednesday. couple interesting things. First off, the shot hurt like a bitch. And usually shots don't, I'm, you know, injections, I don't like looking at them. But, um... They don't hurt, you know. It's just okay, fine, pinch, it's over. No, this actually hurt. Um, uh, I didn't. It, it was just the first COVID vax shot. No big deal. I guess I bled all over the place. Um, well, I mean, it wasn't like all over the place. Well, I'm not saying it was, it was gushing like it, a vein. It, yeah, I mean, well, that's. I mean, you're you're. There's always blood vessels. There's all sorts of blood vessels under your skin. You can't tell where they are. So um, it's not uncommon for any sort of injection in the arm to, you know, if you graze a blood vessel to bleed. But I just thought it was funny because, you know, there was a drip of blood coming down and the um, pharmacist who gave you the shot tried to clean it up but just ended up, like, smearing it. Like, Mark has a Liberty Bell tattoo on his shoulder and it just looked like this guy was, like, painting the Liberty Bell red. Because, like, it, he was not yeah. doing a good job of cleaning. So. Um, as far as side effects go, just in case anybody's wondering, um, first first 12 hours, nothing. I felt yeah. fine. Um, then I started getting a little bit of a headache. Nothing major. It's not like a migraine. It was just a little bit of a headache. Um, uh, it did take me, though, like, three days before I felt better. Um, and even then it was mostly better, but yeah. I did notice that I started having some neurological issues, but to be, to be fair, 
I've had a lot of head trauma. It could be due to that. The weather's changing in Florida. Right, yeah. It could I be due to that. I rolling migraines last week, and I didn't even get the COVID shot yet. Yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of people that I know had migraines around here because, you know, and headaches. So, um, it's hard to know. I, I know that your fatigue yeah, was I, definitely from the shot. Yeah. And I, you also had some um, couple waves of nausea. Yeah, that was the other thing is is that is that I, I was nauseous, which I don't usually get nauseous per se. So, yeah. um, you know, again, not that bad. Definitely not something that I would be like, hey, give me that. Um, you but about that on a regular basis. Again... We, you know, we, we're both getting the vaccine because we want to travel and they, yeah. they, they've essentially, they're starting to make it where if you want to do anything in this country, you, you, you're going to need to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, we would recommend, and I mean, even the pharmacist said, if you are a couple living together yeah. or a family, don't all get the vaccine at once because if you are going to have, you know, even side effects like you had, like the yep. fatigue and everything, like, if we both would have been that way, I mean, we have animals, you know, we have pets, you know, I don't know, like, because we'll see how I am later this week after I get mine. Yeah, because you're getting yours Wednesday. Yeah, and we'll see, you know, I mean, if I'm that fatigued, it might just be, like, get up, feed the dog, feed the cat, go back to bed. Like, that's, you know, that's yeah. pretty much it. So I, I mean, and here's the thing. Everybody has different reactions to it. A mm-hmm. buddy of mine got it. He got... He had no reaction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None. Um, uh, there's been, you know, I, I've heard other people that say that literally their arm felt like they got like punched and yeah. my arm didn't really hurt at all. Um, so, uh, again, everybody's different, but you know, Ferrari's right. If you're a couple and you're, you're both going to get vaccinated, stagger your vaccinations. Mm-hmm. That way, if one of you is not feeling well, the other one can help out and vice versa yeah. because having two people feel like garbage is not fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, enough of that. Uh, Texas, a couple cool things have happened. <laughs> um, I know. And by it's hard. cool, you mean terrible? No. Well, no, one's actually, I think, a good thing. Um, it, look, it's really hard for me to take Texas seriously because you guys have Ted Cruz. I mean, like, Ted Cruz is the poster boy for me wanting to laugh. Um, I especially love that he's been touting that the government shouldn't be involved in your health care decisions. I'm so glad that he's now become an advocate for Planned Parenthood. Like, Yeah, he probably should have shut up about that because now he's got no ground to stand on. Um, but again, you're talking about a guy that sat there, let, let, let your power grid go down, so... Most of you didn't have heat and took off to Cancun, so he didn't have to freeze his ass off like the rest of you guys in Texas. Um, but you know, hey, he was he was chaperoning his daughters, um, which I think is the biggest joke in the world. Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe we'll be rich enough one day where if we do have kids and they want to go to like I don't know Italy, we can chaperone them to Italy. It might be our idea, but mm-hmm. we can chaperone them. Too. We can just blame our kids for all of our problems. Exactly. Um, you got again enough on Ted Cruz. He's a scumbag. Um, first, Texas Democrats walked out on a vote, which basically would usher in voter suppression mm-hmm. if passed. 
By walking off that floor, though, that vote couldn't take place. Um, mm-hmm. Quite honestly, in my opinion, I think other Democrats across the nation should watch this and follow the, the lead that Texas Democrats That's have set. That's been the, the biggest complaint of people who have supported the Democrats is have some balls. Yes. Like, you have the majority in a lot of important places. Use it. Don't bend to these QAnon, you know, insurrectionists who still believe that Trump should be president. You know, do what needs to be done in this country. Don't be a Joe Manchin. That's right. Um, Who's nothing more than a Republican that's dressed up like a Democrat. Um, But that was a good thing to happen in Texas. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously that vote's going to take place, and they're going to make sure that 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 voter suppression law, well, that voter law goes into effect, which is going to suppress the the voting for 2022 and 2024. Um, It's going to happen. But at least they slowed that down and possibly put a couple... uh, you know, put a couple cogs in the wheel or I don't know if I'm saying yeah. that the right way, but uh, slowed it down. Um, second, uh, and the governor has said they will pass. He will pass this bill once it's on his desk. Um, Texas has passed a bill making it make getting a handgun as easy as buying a bag of Skittles. Well, maybe well, I, I should have, maybe I don't maybe have I to show ID to get a bag of Skittles, but. No, you know, I well to buy a, a okay buy a pack of smokes buy a, yeah buy a, a cigarettes or alcohol or whatever I mean um no background check no waiting time no proficiency test nothing you 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 can go in and buy a handgun just by showing your ID and showing that you're of age um there are some serious serious issues with this um. You could have a serious mental issue, which usually is is found by the background check. And that's why there's a waiting time. Um, there's also a waiting time for another reason, because typically suicides are very impulsive. And one of the reasons why the waiting time was, was instituted not only was for the background check, but it also was if you're buying a gun in plans of using it to either shoot someone or shoot yourself... This allows you time to cool down, cool down, and hopefully get the help that you need. Um, but in Texas, you won't have any of that. So you could have a serious mental issue. Um, the receptionist at the desk won't know. Um, sell you a handgun, and off you go. Uh, look, even if you're a diehard gun supporter. I really do find it hard to believe that you would be okay with this. This bill is downright dangerous. Everybody talks about the Second Amendment and, oh, we don't want them taking away our guns. We don't want them taking... Nobody's taking away your goddamn guns. Nobody's done it. It hasn't happened. These are the same people that when I mentioned that Trump is, you know, hopefully going to be in cuffs. Oh, no, it won't happen because it's never happened in the past. Oh, well, they've never taken your guns in the past either unless you've done something illegal. Um, And then in that case, you lose that right. Felons lose the right to a lot of things. That's how justice works. 
Um, I'm not saying that I agree with everything that they with, with all the rights that they lose, especially if they serve their time and everything else. What I am saying, though, is if you have a felon that did a dangerous crime, no, I don't think giving them a gun's a good idea. Um, that no problem in Texas. Um, so that's what's happening in Texas. You got good and you've got incredibly bad. Um, I still stand by what I said before. I think they should rope off Texas and every QAnon supporter should go there and fend for themselves. Um, many GOP or red states are taking away the FPUC, which is a $300 a week for unemployment. Um, but that's not all. In many states, you can go for approved vocational training or workshops at their local unemployment office, uh, which most are still doing this virtually. Um, the problem is, is that they're getting around this by not saying what is approved vocational training. Um, I'll give you a great example. I am actually in approved, you know, what would be, it's, it's, it's state-sponsored and approved vocational training. It doesn't count, which is funny because it's for cybersecurity, which this nation is lacking in drastically, and everybody knows it, you know, um, unless you're living under a rock. Um, so as we see the FPUC is winding down in red states, we're seeing a couple things. Uh, first, these workshops, which often take the place of five work searches, are becoming harder and harder to find and register for. Um, I found that out myself this week. Um, additionally, the GOP has been against since day one about raising the minimum wage to a livable wage. Of course, the, the magical number is $15 an hour. Um, yet that's pretty much exactly what's starting to happen, um, People need to realize, look, if you're looking for a job, you need to understand it's a job seekers market. It's not the employer's market anymore. The employer doesn't have the power anymore. Mm -hmm. And please, if you're unemployed and you're looking for a job, understand that. Ask what you're worth. Don't just take a crap wage and then deal with the manager that's going to sit there and bitch to you all the time. Take what you're worth. I'll tell you, know, and people that have known us know that we, we've wrestled professionally for 20 plus years. And one of the best pieces of advice I got from numerous veterans that have been mm -hmm. doing this for years was always get paid what you're worth. You know, yes, it's okay to take a less paying gig or, you know, take, take even a free gig if the money is going towards a charity or something that you strongly believe in. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you get what you're worth, if not more. Um, it, it You always try to work for more. You hustle, man. And I think that's going to be one of the hardest parts for this country is that none of these people know how to hustle anybody anymore. Life is nothing more than a hustle, man. You, 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 you got to... The employers don't have the upper hand. The employers need you, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Please remember that. Um, we're seeing that they can raise the hiring wage to a livable wage. And not only are businesses maintaining this without 
drastically raising prices or raising prices at all, but they're flourishing. Mm-hmm. So the whole argument that raising it to $15 an hour is going to, you know, raise the price of, 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 of a Big Mac or something like that by $5. Um, hey, everybody that said that, mm-hmm. guess what? The joke's on you. You were wrong. And this should be a wake-up call to anybody who runs a business, from a small business to a corporation, is that when you are profitable, invest in your employees' First. Yes. That is who is doing your service, making your products, whatever, dealing with your customers. Don't give the bonuses to your CEO and all that crap. Invest in your employees first. Yeah, because if you invest in your... Really, I didn't care. The job was a job. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... You know, again, anybody that says that that raising the minimum wage to a livable wage is a, is a bad thing, um, you're just trying to keep everybody else down. Please, yeah. just shut the fuck up. Um, it's become. We'll move on to the next thing, and 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 oh wait a minute, this is the same guy that actually like that tries. Talking about that I was talking about earlier. It's become glaringly apparent that Governor DeSantis doesn't give a shit about Florida anymore. He's rarely even in the state anymore. He often signs bills that will lead to expensive lawsuits for Florida. For example, the tech bill that says that you can't actually remove an elected official from your platform. Um, most of these tech companies are private companies. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, it's kind of like... Running a wrestling company. If I don't like you and I don't want to let you in, I don't have to. It doesn't matter if you're willing to pay for a ticket. I don't have to let you in. It's my choice. And yeah, go ahead. We've, we've had, you know, numerous examples of a business is is able to refuse service for whatever reason yeah. they deem, you know. That's why, you know, businesses... Even though there are, is no mask mandate, businesses can still require masks because that is their choice. It's like no no shoes, no shirt, no service, you know? Like, I, it's... I want to point something out because this shows you how... Uh, and you'll remember this. I, I want to point something out because this actually runs, runs along the same lines of... of when the 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 two, the two gay gentlemen asked a bakery to bake the cake for 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 their wedding, and the bakery refused to. Right. And if you remember, it was all the Republicans that are like, "Well, he doesn't have to bake the cake. That's his choice. He can refuse your, you know, he can refuse mm-hmm. you." Um. And it and it's the potential customers who can then you know say, "Hey, this guy would not bake a cake for our gay wedding." I suggest all of our gay friends do not try, you know, do not patronize this, you know, this establishment. And that's not cancel culture, guys. That's just saying they're not providing a service for us. We're going to go take our business elsewhere. No, exactly. But the, the point is, is, is that they were all in favor of the bakery. The Republicans yeah. were all in favor of the bakery of, of not baking that cake because it right. was their choice. Yeah. Well, it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media platform you're talking about. It's their choice to throw a a a 
an elected official off their platform if they don't want them there. If they're mm-hmm. spreading messages of hate, if they're spreading lies, if they're if if they're if they're going against community standards set by that platform, it's their choice to throw you off of that platform. And so what the rules have changed now because it's not dealing with a gay couple, it's dealing with politicians. I'm kind of wondering if Governor DeSantis would actually feel the same way if it was a Republican or a Democrat rather that was thrown out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to lead to a lawsuit for Florida, like a number of the other bills that DeSantis has signed through. Um, and it's going to become very expensive for the state of Florida, which is funny because DeSantis is crying poor yet again. Um, he often signs these bills with no one present, but donors and select news companies, usually they're all pro-right. He doesn't, he doesn't say there's going to be a bill signing. He doesn't say there's going to be a press conference. He only lets people that he wants there because, again, he doesn't want constituents to actually, confl- you know, ask que- ask the hard questions or ask questions that go against what he says. Um, I've said this before. I'll say this again. Trump was bad. DeSantis is even worse because DeSantis is a little bit smarter than Trump. Trump is an idiot. Uh, he, he really is an idiot, and I think that's become evident by how many loopholes now he's gotten caught in. If Trump escapes even minimums prison time, I, I will be very, very surprised. Um, as a matter of fact, I've been saying for months that they're going to actually look at the RICO Act to to hit Trump, hit Trump and his organization up with, and sure enough, that was announced within the past week as well. So, again, they and the RICO Act actually, yes, it's complicated, but you can actually, just by association, you can be found guilty. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of people in cuffs by the time that's done. Um, another thing about DeSantis is up to this point, DeSantis leaning under Scott Atlas's charge. Now, if you don't remember Scott Atlas, he was the doctor that was in charge of the COVID task force that Trump set up. He's a radiologist. Uh, they read x-rays and other scans. Um, he did focus on the brain. I'm actually very familiar with Scott Atlas and his work. Um, and this isn't to say that he's a horrible radiologist. He's not. He's actually pretty good. Um, but as far as an epidemiologist, um, that's like that's like me going to a podiatrist for for, for for brain surgery. It just it it makes no sense. Um anyway, Atlas has been against vaccines. He keeps on talking about herd immunity. Um guys, this vaccine is mutating still. You mean the virus? The the yeah, the, the virus is mutating still at a fairly rapid pace. You're never gonna hit herd immunity with a virus that that mutates so much. And I want you to ask yourselves a question. This is something else that 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 I want you to ask yourself since we're talking about vaccines. A vaccine was designed in under a year. It's the fastest vaccine ever designed. Because before that, the mumps vaccine was designed. And it took four years from the time it was it was designed to the time that it actually made it to market. 
this vaccine in under a year was designed, created, which that in itself is difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Supposedly tested. Yeah, tested, although it was a quick test. I mean, again, I still say if you got the vaccine in the early stages, um, you were part of the phase three clinicals. Um, now we're kind of moving towards phase four, uh, but we're all guinea pigs, including me. Forgetting yeah. it, you know. Um, uh, the the point of that is is this virus is mutating fairly rapidly, yet AIDS isn't. AIDS is a virus that's pretty much stayed the same from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So how can we come up with a vaccine against this? Yet we can't come up with a vaccine against AIDS. I'll give you a hint. The reason why is because AIDS, in many people's opinion, and this is not true now. In the beginning, yes, I will say that this was true. It's not so true now. AIDS typically affects only gay people and drug users. And that's how most people view that that, that virus. That's not the case anymore. That's not the case anymore. You know, um, there are other reasons why yes it does affect the gay community more than any any anything else but do they deserve less care no they deserve just as good a care as anybody else um and seriously if that bothers you fuck yourself um i don't have any problem with someone being gay at all and i have no problem at all saying that and if you got a problem with me please say something i i you know, um, that being said, before I go on a rant about that, because uh, I'm I feel I feel bubbling up. Uh, DeSantis is against. Uh, he's been fighting cruise lines because cruise lines want to require vaccines of anyone that cruises. As they should. And they should. Yeah. You're if you've have ever a thousand people or more in an enclosed area. Yeah, yeah, if you've never been on a cruise, you're not going to understand this, or you have you you very likely have some misconceptions. If you have been on a cruise, you will understand this. Typically, by the end of a cruise, you have seen or met everybody on that ship at least once. Yeah, um, it's a floating city, and you're all in close proximity. It it, it I, I don't even want to say it's a floating city; it's a floating hotel. Yeah, that's what, what it is. is. It's a floating hotel, and yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because you do, like, within the first 24 to 48 hours, you see the, I don't want to say clicks, but, like, the yeah. groups of friends, you know, like, they, like, I mean, we always find, you know, like, a certain group of people to hang out with. Yeah. You know, and, you know, there's, like, you know, there's the gamblers, there's the smokers, there's, like, the families, there's, you know, and you end up, like, on the same excursion, like, uh, you know, with the same lot, types of yeah. people, you know, like, you know, I mean, and thankfully, I mean, just to put a personal note in there, like, the first cruise that we took, we had befriended a young couple with two young girls. Which you still talk to, don't you? I do still talk to a little bit, yeah. Um, And our camera, oh, our, your yeah. phone My that phone. we had taken pictures on. We, we lost, it got wiped clean. We lost a whole bunch of pictures. 
and thankfully, because we were on the same day trips and stuff with this family, they actually had us in the yeah. background or to the side of most of their pictures. So the, they ended up emailing me. So we didn't lose those memories. No, and, you know? and the reason why those memories were important for those that don't know, and, and I like telling this story, is because I've been told from every doctor that I'd never be able to climb to the top of, of a mine ruin. And things like that. So you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was painful, but I made it to the top of Zanatinich, which is in Belize. Uh, and we had, we had, I mean, there were some really cool pictures we had that unfortunately we lost. But thankfully, this nice couple did have some pictures. So we had some memories of me doing something that I was told I'd never be able to do again. Um after after the car accident that we were in years ago um uh, so you know again vaccines should be required for cruise lines um if you don't like it don't cruise it it really is that simple it's yeah, not like if, you're being forced to do anything no Just and, and like cruise. you said earlier it's getting to the point where you really can't do anything without being vaccinated i mean there was there's a local um venue here in florida that has mm. some concerts coming up that tickets if you can prove you're vaccinated are like 18 dollars. if you're not vaccinated you're paying 999 dollars for a ticket because you're a liability yeah you are and and you know for and it's it's a small it's a smaller venue you know they want to have capacity yes. but they want to be as safe as possible so it's yeah we haven't decided if we're going to do that with events that we run, but mm -hmm. it is something that we're considering. Um, but yeah, I see it like, because I mean, even, you know, there's all these, like what Dunkin' Donuts was giving away a free donut. If you brought in your, your vaccine card, um, you know, all these places yeah. were giving away like free stuff. You know, I mean, it's, I, that's how I look at it. I'm kind of torn on that, though. I'm glad you mentioned that because someone else had put on Twitter, a friend of ours, had put on Twitter that if you need an incentive to get the vaccine, you're a real scumbag. Um, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with it in those strong terms, but I will say this. When I, when, when, um, when I got... I mean, yeah, this country, yeah. They, uh, Americans, and we've talked about this individualism thing, is like, well, what's in it for me? Yes. Because there's a lot of people in here that they're not. They're only getting the vaccine because they... They want to be able to do stuff. Or, yeah, they, they're like, oh, well, if I get free stuff, then, yeah, what the hell, I'll get it. Um, you know, or, you know, they don't care about protecting other people. I, and that's what, they, I mean, we saw that with the masks, too, is, you know. I mean, for, for us. Only care about themselves. For us, personally, I wanted, I, I, I want to see independent studies of the vaccine, but I've mm -hmm. given up on that because people seem to be fighting against that. And that makes yeah. me wonder why. Look, anytime the government really really wants you to do something you have to kind of ask why um always ask why uh that being said i mean i said we should get the vaccine because we 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 like to travel mm -hmm. and it protects and us other but it also that you need to travel so yes but it it's also not really any different it doesn't just protect us but it also protects 
the places that we're going. Right. You know, um, again. And the people that will be serving us. And, yes. you know. And I don't want to get, you know, heaven forbid, you know, we haven't, we're asymptomatic or something. I don't want them to get it. It's the same thing. We're still going to wear masks, even after we're fully vaccinated, if we're around a lot of people. So mm-hmm. um, that, that's not going to change. But that being said, there, a new federal mandate came down this week that makes it so employers can now require their employer employees to be vaccinated. Wow. That leaves DeSantis in a real interesting position because he's against vaccines. He's against forcing anyone to get the vaccine, yet he wants everybody to return to work. Mm-hmm. So, what to do? I mean... You want people that were making sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year to settle on a minimum wage job, but what if that minimum wage job requires you to have the vaccine? Are you still going to feel strongly about that? Because if you don't, you have to drop your whole argument about cruise lines requiring vaccines. And one of the things that Republicans love throwing in everybody's face is, well, he flip-flopped. He flip-flopped. Guys, nobody has flip-flopped more than Ron DeSantis. I, I, nobody has flip-flopped more than DeSantis. Um, that being said, since DeSantis loves sitting there with Scott Atlas by his side, telling us what we should do about our health, I think we should probably look a little bit into Scott Atlas. Since he led the team under Trump with COVID, often causing screaming matches uh, over disagreements over the scientific validity of his views, um, Stanford, the, the Stanford Faculty Senate um, condemned Atlas by a vote of 85% to 15% because of his attempts to promote a view of COVID-19 that contradicts medical science. Um, that's... That's actually pretty serious, honestly. Stanford is actually a, a, a very reputable school. Um, as someone that's actually been to medical school, Stanford is is one of the, the gold standards that you look at. Um, the faculty resolution criticized him for discouraging the use of masks and other protective measures, misrepresenting knowledge and opinion regarding the management of pandemics, endangering citizens and public officials, showing disdain for established medical knowledge and damaging Stanford's reputation and academic standing. And his behavior is uh, anathemia to our community, our values, and our belief that we should use knowledge for good. In other words, what he did is he just said, screw what what medicine says. I'm going to just make up my own rules. That's pretty much what he did. And this is the guy that DeSantis goes to for his important medical decisions that we have to live and abide by. So the question, and I, someone asked me this this week, so I looked it up. Did he actually commit malpractice? Well, there's several different standards that must be met uh, to establish malpractice. Now, I'm not going to list all seven here um, or several here, but I am going to mention a few of them. Um, first, there must be a doctor-patient relationship uh, because a doctor accused of malpractice must be, quote-unquote, your doctor. Um, second, the doctor owes you a standard of medical care. If a doctor gives you bad advice stemming from negligence, 
then the standard of care has been breached. Uh, one possible cause of giving bad advice is practicing medicine outside of one's expertise, such as, oh, I don't know, a diagnostic radiologist giving public health advice about COVID-19. Um, a third one, uh, the bad advice must have caused an injury. Uh, we actually seen that, 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 I mean, again, let's take a look at how many people died. Um, death is still an injury, guys. Um, another one, uh, the patient will have suffered damages as a result of the injury. Do you know how many people that caught COVID due to following what Scott Atlas decided to say was safe or not? Um, and now have long-term side effects from COVID? Serious long-term side effects. To the point where a couple people have actually killed themselves because they couldn't stand it. Mm -hmm. um, by giving patently wrong advice to the president and the American people about the pandemic, by practicing medicine outside of his area of clinical expertise, um, you could entertain an accusation of malpractice against Atlas. Unfortunately, though, what's missing is that individual doctor-patient relationship because he did give medical advice, essentially 30, 328 million Americans, not an individual patient. Right. It was just broad medical advice. He didn't actually see it, every single patient. Exactly. So. so did he commit malpractice? In the broad sense, yes, he did. In a legal sense, where I you think could, it's more negligence. Uh, you yeah. could even you could even go that route, but I'm just talking in the broad sense. What mm -hmm. was was what he did wrong? Oh yeah, seriously wrong. Yes. Um. So this is the guy that DeSantis is hanging his hat on. Um. You know, way to go there, buddy. Uh. And oh, our. Favorite couple in the world, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, QAnon's poster children. Beavis and Butthead. Uh, yes, Beavis and Butthead continue to make a mockery of themselves and this country by comparing Democrats to Nazis and much more. Um, you know what I found interesting is Republicans were the first ones to censor their own people of their own party for not or for condemning Trump, yet they're not, they're, they're perfectly fine with Marjorie Taylor Greene insulting a lot of Jewish people that have had family members or themselves were in concentration camps. Um, and all the things. And you also have Matt Gates, which... Honestly, I'm shocked that a man who's being investigated and there's a wealth of evidence that he's he, he did this or at the very least had knowledge of it for sex trafficking of uh, sex trafficking of an underage girl. And he announced he may run for president. 20 years ago, this would never happen. Ever. Shit. When Gary Hart got busted with a picture of, and I can't remember the name of the girl that was sitting on his lap, it was a model. That was it. His political career was over. You know, but now you can, you, you, you can, you can not only sex traffic, but it, 
again, there's strong rumors that they banged this chick who was underage. And you can now run for president. Um, and what's really embarrassing is how many Americans actually are supporting this. Well, they supported Trump, so. Yes. So I want to go to something that, that I asked you to watch, too. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to say, the country's getting dumber, so. Yes, it that is. That kind of segues into this. Um, I used to work with older adults. I loved working with older adults. Loved working with them because they had such awesome, amazing stories. And we did have a couple World War II veterans that would tell stories, um, one of which actually did, he was involved in the Normandy uh, uh, landing. And they loved telling these stories because history repeats itself. And um, Jim Acosta had a commentary. Now, you can hate CNN all you want, but the fact is this commentary was actually really good. And he even mentioned he there was a picture he had of an older gentleman that served in World War II. He was, he was, he was a, I believe, a paratrooper um, on Normandy on that day. And he was in a restaurant, and he started telling the story to one or two people. And then everybody in the restaurant gathered around him to hear his stories of World War II. And personally, it almost brought a tear to my eye because I miss that. I miss working with older adults and hearing those stories um, because we learn from them. But one of the, the, the point of what Jim Acosta said, and I found this very important because of Memorial Day, um, while I feel that Acosta left out certain things, such as media censorship and so on, he did make a lot of interesting points that I think we all, doesn't matter what side of the side of the aisle you're on, I think we all need to think long and hard about. Um, those in World War II, by pretty much everybody, are considered the greatest generation because they went through hell and back. Yeah, and it's people that were born between 1904 and 1921, I think, is what they consider the greatest generation. Those are the people that served in World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think. I, I had looked it up. Right. I think those, I think those are the dates. But the reason they, they really were the greatest generation. They had more hardships than we have now. Um, they fought one of the. At the time, one of the worst wars ever. Um, but you have to ask yourself, and Jim Acosta brought this point up, what would the greatest generation think about where America is right now and the direction that we're going? We're going to close on this. Folks, history always repeats itself. It always does. It might be 100 years later. It might be 200 years later. It might only be a year later. It might only be six months later. But history always repeats itself. But it does always give us indications that it's about to repeat itself. And if you look at the rhetoric, the actions that are happening right now, we're on a very dangerous path. And America... We are close to the point of no return. 
remember this when it comes to the elections of 2022. Because if you put... Again, I mentioned the GOP is fractured. If you put GOP members that are Trumpists or believe in QAnon and things like that, you very likely are dooming this country. I've explained what fascism is before, and on the surface, it sounds very benign. But when you actually look deeper... It's a cancerous tumor that needs to be removed. And we're seeing that right now in this country. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that. If you agree with what's going on in this country, you're part of the problem. You seriously are part of the problem. Um, if you see that there is a need for change, then congratulations. I'm, I, I agree with you and, I think that we should all work together to try to make change. Uh, everybody, please have a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend, although it's over pretty much for everybody. But I hope you had a very happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. And we'll be back next week to talk about, uh, I don't know, probably more crap that DeSantis did. Uh, anyway, everybody, have a great weekend. Uh, do you have anything you want to say before we go? No, you summed it up. Awesome. Thank you guys so very much, and we will talk to you soon.